Oh, hey. No way, it's you. Uh, well then, fuck it, let's do a podcast. We are back with episode 14 of... Jesse Miles Podcast with your host, Jesse Miles Snyder, a.k.a. Fanny Kaplan, a.k.a. The MasterCard, a.k.a. The One-Legged Ace. Oh, I'm back. It's been a while. It's been a while. I don't know when the last episode was. Let's look. October 8th. Jesus Christ. It's almost been two months. In a week or so, it'll be two months. It's uh, November 29th. Uh, Thanksgiving was yesterday. Um, I made some pasta, because fuck Thanksgiving. Just kidding, I'm actually doing it on Sunday. Um, so, that's what I did on Thursday. Anyway, uh, we're here, we're doing it, we're doing a podcast, we're in the booth. It is the Friday after Thanksgiving, a.k.a. Black Friday. Black Friday, we're doing a Black Friday episode. Let's do that again. Nice, nice. Alright, you know, I I don't know why I would want to record a podcast right now, but I tend to like making bad decisions for comedic value. Anyway, as you can see, I made some new sound bites. Um... Oh, it's been a while since the last episode. A lot has definitely happened. I don't know what exactly, but... Uh... So much. Halloween came and went. Good. Worst holiday. Thanksgiving was yesterday, but I didn't do mine yet, so for me it hasn't happened, but best holiday. What else? There's probably stuff in between. God, I don't even know. You know, as as always, my notes fail me. I've been painting, obviously. Obviously! Because that's what I do. Been doing, you know, a few new food porn things here and there. I launched a new food porn uh, specific Instagram page called Culinary Smut Peddler. Uh, that's pretty cool. Food porn's been gaining some traction for sure. Um, I've had two two contestants from the most recent uh, season of MasterChef who did well. Not just shitty, like, got cut in the first episode contestants, but contestants who went long enough to win America's Hearts uh, contact me about food porn, which was pretty cool. Uh, Nick, Nick DiGiovanni, uh, who, who was, uh, he was the guy in the final, in the finals, who, who cooked salmon and put it on a book. Uh, I thought that was awesome, and um, uh, he he contacted me, and nothing's come of it yet. But I thought it was cool uh, that that happened. I don't know. And then Micah, Micah, who you might remember because he had a very tragic backstory, and uh, his family didn't come out for the episode where your family comes. So uh, that was sad, and I think he got eliminated in that same episode. So it was very fucking sad, and uh, I always thought he was cool. So uh, I wanted him to do well, and he seems like he's thriving now on the Instagram. Uh, I think he's working at some some cool restaurant, like a Michelin star one. I might have made that up. I don't know. But anyway, uh, those he he uh, 
has just he's followed he's following culinary smut peddler and uh he kind of like reposted some of my stuff in his story on instagram which i know is very like petty kind of stuff but those little things help and i thought it was cool so uh yeah i guess uh fucking shout out to nick and shout out to micah from master chef season 10 two shout outs because uh they you know they've shown interest and you know kind of that kind of stuff keeps me going uh with the food porn because i sort of waver on whether or not i like doing that or not so anyway definitely check out uh the new instagram culinary smut peddler all one word um just uh give us a follow we have a new store you can now buy a stupid amount of products on society six um to be honest society six isn't my first choice for this kind of stuff uh if i could afford it i'd love to be able to like produce all my own stuff and keep my own inventory and do this and that but it's unrealistic and hard to do so society six it is uh it's better than nothing is i think their their, their slogan right no probably not but that's true it's it's better than nothing so i got that you still can't get stickers there and you can't get originals obviously um and you can't get t you can't get the the shirts i make uh you can get shirts you can get lots of t-shirts all kinds of hoodies tanks biker tanks uh, i think i have like four or five food porn designs up now so there's gonna keep being more um hey everybody jesse from the future here it sounds like i got a little bit distracted explaining all the different products we have available on society six when i meant to mention that those shirts that i make myself i'm referring to the shirts that my girlfriend actually screen printed herself uh in our dining room artisan style um and they are limited edition and you can only get them at my studio or at various art shows but uh those are still going to be exclusive uh for the burlington area but anyone can go on society six and get one of however many designs we have up right now printed on a multitude of different items including shirts as past jesse was so enthusiastically explaining so let's go back to him i have leggings for one because they're kind of a pain in the ass to make so i've only done one design for leggings but there's backpacks fucking i don't know trays like serving trays uh i don't know just go look society6.com backslash literal underscore food porn um or you can just go to my instagram page and follow the link and in my bio and you'll find it there so anyway that's been cool getting that moving trying to separate myself uh from the food porn a bit so that i'm free to kind of just do whatever on my instagram i don't i don't really want people expecting like a certain thing from me on my instagram so they can expect food porn you know on on my food porn page but on my personal one jesse miles chainsaw that one is just whatever and a lot a lot of stuff lately has been abstract art that's been fun uh took me a long time to get into abstract i don't know why i have weird feelings about it one thing i feel for me personally was like i just couldn't do it i couldn't make it like i always needed to include a figure 
or a form of some kind, even if it was like a circle or a square. And most of the time it would turn into like a bear. So that's why I, you know, I have a lot of things that sort of walk that line, but still there's like an animal or something in there. But uh, I forced myself to just break, break that and no, do no forms, no forms, not even shapes, uh, you know, real like geometric shapes. So uh, I've been doing a lot of cool shit. You can look at it on my Instagram. I'm trying to just kind of come up with like a formula for what I what I want to create and that I can keep sort of perfecting and that's that's what I'm doing. I've done I guess technically probably like 16 abstract paintings in the last month or something like that. Um I it started when I was working with that guy Will I talked to talked to you about in the last episode. Uh shout out to him again, uh Wheelie Willie on Instagram. Uh he got me kind of thinking thinking about abstract art differently and uh that's been cool so that that helped me branch into that which has branched into this new project which is actually pretty cool uh which i totally forgot about but i'm excited to tell you uh it's coming like probably not till january but me and will uh who again follow him on instagram at wheelie willie uh, W-H-E-E-L-Y-W-I-L-L-I-E. So that's Will. And, fuck, hang on, Custies. Hello. Good, how you doing? That's $8, so... There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, hello. Sweet. I'll take that. You too. Oh, uh, e- oh, 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 um, that was cool, somebody brought me, I'm gonna be honest, somebody brought me some weed, that's what happened, why do I, it's my podcast, fuck you, somebody brought me some weed, because sometimes people bring me weed, because they like me, and I'm awesome, and give them free parking for drugs, and that's fine, don't worry about it, um, so, <laughs> anyway, that's pretty, pretty common, Pretty common shit for around here. Uh, so, just gonna casually put that away. That'll be fun. Uh, so, anyway. Yeah, like. Anyway. <laughs> Fucking Wheelie Willie on Instagram. Follow his ass. Um, we're gonna be working together on an abstract project. Um, but nothing like anything either of us have ever done. And it's gonna be sick. So, first of all, though, we got to do a couple more shout-outs. First, th- this is how this all comes together. So, there's this guy, Eli. Eli from the 802. You can look him up on Instagram. That's his handle. Eli, E-L-I, from the 802, like Vermont. Eli from the 802. Shout-out to Eli. The dude does a lot of stuff. Um, he is essentially a, uh, a marijuana legalization uh, like lobbyist or whatever the word is. Lobbyist might not be the right word, but don't worry, it's fine. Anyway, he used to work for Hedy Vermont, which you might rem- remember, like hardcore fans would remember that I had a little a little uh, blurb, a little bio thing in their, in their art section um, on like, it was 420 of, of like, two years ago or something. 
anyway, it was right when food porn began, and it was a really big deal for me, and he was the one who hooked that up, so that was really cool. So, uh, he now works, he has a company called Vermont Iwana. Uh, it's like Vermont and marijuana mixed together. Hang on. No, that's city garages. Oh yeah, so the city garages have free parking for like four hours on the holidays, and I find it quite hilarious that everyone just keeps coming in here asking about it. Anyway, um, so Vermont Iwana. Vermont, it's spelled Vermont. I-J-U-A-N-A. Follow them on Instagram as well. Um, and they are, you know, essentially... Oh, lobbyist is the right word. Sorry, so I was just, like, reading their bio just to figure out, like, exactly the right wording for what they do. Um, but, yeah, he's a lobbyist. And, okay, so I'm, I'm on vermontawana.com, and it's this thing, it's the, it's the about section. And so it talks about Eli. Eli Harrington is his name. Uh, he's an experienced social entrepreneur with a nonprofit management, event planning, digital media expertise, and experience. Oh, digital media expertise and experience. Uh, I can't read. Um, an eighth generation Vermonter. Uh, anyway, the point is the dudes. The dudes deeply seeped in uh, you know Vermont culture, social. Vermont stuff. I don't know words. I'm also very distracted by all the activity going on around me. But anyway, let's see. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's legit. He's can, let's see. He has coordinated over 50 legal cannabis events uh, in Vermont, impacting over 10,000 attendees, uh, ranging from hemp farmers markets to founding and coordinating the Vermont Hemp Fest. Vermont Cannabis Convention and the Headies, which is like an awards thing for growers and whatnot, which is cool. So yeah, he's a he's an advocate and policy expert. Harrington has appeared in Rolling Stone, Vice, and High Times Magazine, and was named the 2018 Vermont Cannabis Activist of the Year for New England Cannabis Community Awards. Um, so anyway, he's got this new company called Vermontawana, and. Um, it's a brand that produces cannabis, podcasts, and other media, hosts and coordinates events, and manages a private salon and event space in Winooski, Vermont. Which brings me to the project. That private event space uh, is a house in Winooski uh, that he runs, and we can, we're going to get to take it over, essentially. And... Uh, me and Will are gonna we're gonna take over. The, first, it started with one room. We were gonna we we're gonna do something with, but it expanded to two. We may or may not bust a hole in the wall to connect them. We don't know yet. We're not sure. It's a lot to handle, but we get to take over this whole fucking house. This was a very long uh, introduction. I just wanted you to know who this person was and what this place is. So you know, it's not just some fucking random house of Winooski. This is like a legitimate event space. And, uh, it's, the thing with it is it's going to be torn down in, like, March, and, um, we're hoping to push it through June, because if we can do that, we can be around for, uh, Waking Windows, which is, like, a big festival in Winooski that's, like, ten years strong, and, uh, I really want to be a part of that, so, um, I don't know, I don't know what it's going to be like, but we're going to do some fucking ridiculous, over-the-top, abstract, kind of crazy, like, really intense art installation, I don't even know. 
Um, but that's kind of what I'm gearing up for with all this abstract stuff is just kind of getting into that mindset. And just, I don't know, I've never been able to paint so much space and I'm going to like use brooms instead of paintbrushes and shit and it's going to be something else. So, um, yeah, stay tuned. I don't know. I don't have a lot of info on that, but some, sometime in January, maybe February, I don't know. But anyway, that's pretty cool. Uh, so I've been, I've been working with Eli a little bit. Um, just, you know, we've been just working out details on that. And another thing, uh, we're talking about is, so I mentioned that they have a podcast and he's, he's told me that he's down to be on this podcast. And at the same time, I'll be on his podcast and we'll each be on each other's podcasts at the exact same time, which should be a real shit show. But you know, as you know, I do love making bad decisions for, uh, comedic value. Making bad decisions for comedic value. So, uh, that, that should be, uh, coming up probably not till again, like January. Um, but you know, fun stuff, fun stuff. Uh, that's kind of like the biggest thing. I still have a show coming in February to 30 odd. Uh, it's like the food, food porn Valentine's Day edition. Um, I did one painting for it. I need like five more, but I've got till February, so we're all right. Anyway, uh, that's all the stuff going on with me. I need a sound for that. I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's all the stuff going on with me. Um, there's probably other stuff, but I forgot. It's been so long. Uh, got a confused person. What up? I mean, yeah, I can't stop you. I wouldn't lock you in here forever. <laughs> yeah. No, do what you gotta do. No worries, no worries. Yep. Can I turn around? No. No, once you come in, you're fucked. Um, so, oh, what do we got? What else is happening? Gonna check my notes here. I'll take that. You're all good. No worries. Um, I'm a dick. That's alright though. See ya. I think generally I am an asshole. Like, I want to be an asshole. Outwardly I'm not. But I hate everything. And everything annoys me. Um, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh God, there's so much Wu-Tang to talk about. One thing I wanted to say is I'm done the journey of the Wu 2. I got through all like 90 whatever albums. Oh, we got one more dummy. Hang on. Everyone's coming in for the free parking, but they're not gonna find it. That's the song. Um, yeah, so I finished Journey of the Wu 2. All like, I think there's like 91 albums or something. I don't know. I don't know because I don't know. I just don't know. I, I think there's like, I think, I don't know. Because they keep getting added, and I used to know how many there were, and I had this number in my head. But since I've been doing this, they've added like four or five albums, so I just kind of lost track. But there's like 90-something albums. Anyway, 
I got through them all, and the the last stretch is kind of long. I don't know. It's not crazy, but I am gonna I'm gonna do the Wu Tang minute right now. Get that out of the way for anyone who doesn't care about Wu Tang. But uh, we're never gonna stop talking about Wu Tang. So maybe you should just get on the, get on board. But uh, here we go, Wu Tang minute. Although it's probably gonna be a little, little bit more than a minute. So, we last left our heroes uh, at the end of 2015. Uh, Capadonna, The Pillage 2. So, like, I think I like the album as a whole. There's some really great tracks. The Truth, I think, is my favorite track, just for the record. Um, the more I listen to it, though the less I'm sure I like it more than The Pillage 1. Like, I first thought I did, but I don't know. I don't know. It's like, a lot of the times, albums grow on me, but I don't know if this one did. Um, at first, I was like, hell yeah, this is my shit, and then now I'm like, eh, I don't know. It might. I think it maybe might be just as good, at best, as The Pillage 1, but um, I don't know. Also, I, the last track, That Gallo Flow, uh, really good, really great way to end it. So, I don't know. Um, that was weird for me, because I was feeling it at first, and the more I listened to it, uh, the less I was sure I liked it more than The Pillage 1. But, I don't know, not bad, but it, it's it's uh, it's a perplexing one. It's kind of up and down. So, whatever. Uh, moving on. Um... Oh shit, anything but words. The RZA with Paul Banks uh, as Banks and Steels. Uh, the RZA sometimes goes by Bobby Steels, so you get Banks and Steels. Uh, I really can't get enough. Uh, it's so, like, different, but yet still so very Wu-Tang. And, like, Paul Banks really makes each chorus, like, mm, like, delightfully jarring or possibly just downright haunting or I don't know there's something about it that I really enjoy and RZA brings those heady rhymes and that chill vibe that RZA brings and uh fucking Florence Welch shows up which is great of Florence and the Machine that that was like a real nice surprise I love her voice I knew exactly who it was uh you know Ghostface comes along Method Man Masterkiller all in the last track um or no just just Method Man and Masterkiller but still Great stuff. Um, I don't know. I call it like some weird Euro trip pop Wu Tang album, um, and I love it. I love it so much. And uh, I don't know. I don't know why I wrote Banks is better than Young because you know I just don't like Adrian Young for kind of blind unknown reasons other than just assumptions I've made based on albums of his I've listened to. But uh, good stuff. Um, easy, easily a top five for this. Um, I always talk about like albums that might be my top five or ten for this list, and I've yet to actually make a list. And so that's what the journey of the Woo Three is going to be. Uh, but I'll talk more about that later. Uh, so uh, moving, on. moving on. So inspect a deck with Seven L and Esoteric. Uh, it's a Czar Face album. It's called A Fistful of Peril. Uh, you know, INS he comes out real strong, fast, gritty. The way the way I like my Inspected deck. Um, 
It's probably my favorite Zarface album so far. Uh, lots of great lines, lots of great rapping. I kind of wish there was more features for some reason. Usually I'm not that kind of person. I don't really care how many features a, an artist has on their album, but I don't know. With Wu-Tang, I just want as many as possible. So there could have been more, but I don't know. I love how, like, all their albums really, how, like, generally short and sweet they are, and also very aggressive and raw and just, just fucking good and exciting. And as you know, I don't like things that get me too excited. So, you know, I mostly like chill shit. So this really says something. Oh, God. Hello. How are you today? Good, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Okay. Let's see. It's $8 total. Eight. Cool. Perfect. Thanks very much. Oh, customers, 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 more customers. Hey there. So eight dollars total. There you go. You as well. Thank you. Well, some of you need to know about the party. Hi. Hi. Do you guys do the evening or Uh It's after six o'clock. Oh. Okay. So I can't. So it's Two dollars for a half hour. Yeah, unfortunately. All right. Cool. Yeah, that sign sucks. I wish it said that it starts at 6, because then I wouldn't have to answer that question anymore. What do we got now? Hi. When does the evening rate begin? 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. So you're on the day rate. Okay, so what if, what if we come back after 6? Uh, I mean, if you, like, you want to, like, leave and come back? No, I'm saying if we stay for about 4 hours and we come back here. You're on the day rate. It's what you, it is when you got here. So if you get in after six, sorry, I gotta help. Okay. But yeah, you're on the day, right? I can't really do anything about it. This okay. Sorry. No Ugh. Yeah. It's so confusing because it's not written down anywhere. It just says there's an evening rate, and people are like, it's dark out, it must be evening. But nah, bitch. Evening rate starts after six o'clock. And then people think like, oh, well, if I get my car after six, do I get the evening rate? No, dummy. It's what it is when you come in. Hello. Hey there. 16 bucks. Okay. And there you go. Thank you. Have a good night. Oh, man. I like when it gets busy here because it's really not well designed and everyone gets very confused. For some reason, I get this kind of sick enjoyment out of seeing people be really confused about stuff. I don't know what it is. I just love sitting in this box watching everyone be confused. It's genuinely amusing. Um, yeah. All right, everyone's turning around because they're dumb. I love the, the free parking in Burlington every year always makes for hilarious situations because for some reason, people think we're a city garage. I don't know why. It doesn't really look like one. It's a shithole. I don't know. It seems obvious to me. Maybe it's not that obvious. But also, I am way smarter and better than everyone. So, you know, we should take that into consideration. So, fucking Christ. Anyway, moving on.
Uh, we got Raekwon's album, The Wild. Uh, it's way better than I remember. I think he really separated himself from Wu-Tang on this one, and I'm into it. Normally, I, I don't approve of such things, but uh, I really like this one. Um, I don't. There's not a song I don't like. The whole thing is great, and uh, Raekwon is great on his own. He doesn't need the Wu-Tang clan, obviously. You know, it, they're better together, I feel, deep down. That's what I want to see, but, you know... Um, I don't know why I didn't like it the first round, but I'm into it now. It's definitely one of my favorites. I'm going to keep putting it on, even when I'm not focusing on the journey of the woo. When I just want to listen to some chill shit, some quality hip-hop music, I'm going to put on that album. So that's The Wild by Raekwon. Top notch, top notch. Moving on. Uh, Master Killer. I love Master Killer. Loyalty is royalty. Um, I mean, it starts off really strong and overall great album. It's really dark and gritty, and uh, there's only a couple songs that I didn't love, and otherwise he really, he has yet to disappoint me on this journey. Master Killa, underrated as fuck. Underrated as He really is. So... Uh, moving on, we got You God, um, way better than I remember. This album, Venom, I love it. Like, I don't know, I don't know, but he's just getting better and better with age, as I, as far as I can tell. Um, I, between, between listening to all his albums and, uh, listening to him, to him, read me his book, uh, which was, like, the greatest thing I've ever got to experience. Um, his book, it's called Raw, My Journey into the Wu-Tang. And I don't know. Something about you, God, with his raspy-ass voice, reading me shit, just telling me stories about Wu-Tang. Oh, my God. I'm going to listen to it over and over and over again. Um, and I love the guy. And I feel bad because I think in, like, the first first episode of this show I said I didn't like you God and uh, that actually makes me want to go back and just refute every dumb thing I've ever said on this show I'm just gonna argue with my past self that's gonna become a new segment uh, hang on hello two dollars there you go thank you have a good night I'm serious, too. I've actually started listening to the old episodes and, uh, like, writing down times where I said dumb things, and I'm going to go back. I might even do it in this episode. I haven't decided yet. Uh, depends on how much I can talk about. If I run out of shit to talk about, then I'll probably do that segment. If not, I'll do it some other time. Um, but anyway, I fucking love you, God, now. And he just gets better and better and better. And, I mean, he might not be, like, a 100... It might not be, like, a 10 out of 10 album, but it sets a goddamn mood... And you got is just getting better with age, like a fine wine, and I'm into it. Moving on. Moving on. Another Czarface album. This one is with MF Doom. It's Czarface meets Metalface. Possibly my favorite Czarface album. Um, I like everything about it. It feels a little less manic than the last albums but with the same energy and somehow more chill 
I don't know. I think it's all Doom. Doom just sets a vibe that they can't fuck with, and it's amazing. So I don't know what else to tell you about that shit other than go go get it right now. Czarface meets Metalface. Good shit. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, we got Capadonna again uh, with ear candy. He it it starts off really solid, I think, but then I'm a weed head comes on, and some songs about weed and smoking weed and being a stoner are great. Lots of them are, um, but they're done with like a certain finesse that I he just didn't do. I don't know. I can't explain it. It's just certain songs about smoking weed just get to me. Yeah, like, you know, as a as a professional weed smoker, uh, you know, I, t I like to break the, uh, the stereotypes, even though I do have many stoner tendencies. Um, I, you know, I, I, generally, I generally like to just sort of break those norms of, like, the lazy stoner. Um, for example, uh, in college, the last time I really tried hard at anything, uh, I, I smoked weed the whole time, obviously. And it wasn't until like senior year that anyone even knew, because I wasn't, you know, I was older. I started when I was 25. I wasn't hanging out with these kids. But uh, towards the end, when we were working closely in groups for like entire semesters, of course, that came up. And uh, people were like, what? You smoke weed? And then I'm like, you haven't seen me not high this whole time. So um, I don't, it's just kind of like something that I don't advertise. But if you like read in closely, it's probably pretty obvious, but... I generally don't talk about it and I'm not super open about it because I think there's like a stigma that comes with it and uh, I just don't want people to think less of me because of like the way I choose to like relax or self-medicate or whatever. Um, but meanwhile I could talk about like being a massive alcoholic all the time and everyone would just laugh about it. Uh, but you know, don't talk about smoking weed. So anyway, um, it's just one of those things. And so that song, I don't know, it just wasn't done well. And I, I just didn't like it. Uh, it's really not his strongest album. It's not as good as Pillage 2. I'm not hating it. Um, uh, you know, there's some bad choruses. and uh, I don't know. The one thing... Like, I felt pretty much the same as I did the first time I listened to it. But one thing I did like better was there's like this reggae track that I thought was weird the first time around. But I was really feeling it last time. I don't know. So, you know... It's not a terrible album. It ends nicely. Last track is called Heaven, and it's real chill. And I love a good outro track like that. Um, so it's not a bad album, but eh, definitely not his best. Possibly my least favorite. I'm not sure about that exactly, but it's uh, it's down there. So anyway, that was uh, Ear Candy by Capadonna. Not my favorite. Moving on. Moving on. Ghostface, Killa, uh, the the Lost Tapes. Honestly, I don't know why this is even on the list. It's on the official, like, it's not the official list, but it's the Wikipedia page of all the Wu-Tang, the Wu-Tang Clan anthology. Um, and it doesn't, that doesn't include a lot of, uh, of compilation albums and stuff, but for some reason the Lost Tapes is on there, but to me it feels more like a compilation. Uh, I really like it for its production, and there are lots of great features, but I still think it's not as good as the last few Ghostface albums, like, by a lot. Um, there's a song called Saigon Valor with, uh, with Snoop and E-40, which is definitely my favorite track. Um, and there's another one uh, right after that called Constant Struggle, 
with Killa Priest and Bishop Lamont, and that th- those are both fucking fantastic. And uh, I don't know. The, I, I even liked the like the rockin'. It's like a, I think I saw a ghost, um, and it's sort of like a rock rap feel to it, which I normally don't like. But uh, Big Ghost Ltd made it work. Um, he's the producer on that one. Um, so is that Big Ghost Limited or Big Ghost LTD? I don't know. Uh, I'll get back to you on that one. But uh, he's he's cool. He's kind of like this like faceless producer, um, and his Instagram's hilarious, and he has lots of great rants about hip hop music and just life and just very hilarious. And people sometimes think he's Ghostface Killer, but he's not. But he did produce this album, um, and I do like it. But as far as like a Ghostface album goes, it's not my favorite. Um, but anyway, moving on. What are we even talking about? We're talking about the Lost Tapes. Uh, we already talked about that. So we're going to talk about Method Man, the Meth Lab Season 2. The Lithium, it's called. The Meth Lab original one was definitely one of my favorites. So the bar was high. And I'd say he met it. Like, it's 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 actually better, I think, than the first one. Um, the track, it's called Episode 3 Grand Prix. Um, that was the first track to really pull me in. Uh... My favorite line is, plan to give it to your raw, get a plan B. <laughs> Good stuff. Hang on. Hello. Good. Yeah, whatever you got. Be $6. All right, cool. Thanks very much. Uh, yeah, that line, plan to give it to your raw, get a plan B, which uh, is just funny to me on so many levels. Um, I love Meth's, like, ridiculous lyrics like that. So, um... (laughs) Oh, man, I'm just watching everyone lose their minds out here. It's amazing. There's, like, some work being done on one end of the garage, so it's really cramped, and there's these spots that are coned off, but everyone's very determined to try to park in them. And I don't know why they keep trying. It's not working out for anybody. Uh, good stuff, good stuff. Um, anyway, for fuck's sake, Method Man... Meth Lab Season 2. Yeah, uh, fucking, I don't know. There's no track that isn't great. It's definitely my top three meth albums. Uh, it manages to be, like, super fun and bouncy and kind of like a party album without losing that, like, I say this word all the time and I feel like I overuse it, but I don't care, without losing that nocturnal feel or being too much of a party album. Like, it feels like a party album, but, like, towards the end of the party, when everyone switched from, like, booze to, I don't know, heroin... I don't know, it's just very fucking weird and chill, and I love that. And honestly, possibly his best album since Tikal. Just gonna say that. That's a hot take indeed, but uh, I'm going with it. I really think, I know I might sound crazy, but uh, for real, I I truly believe that it's his best album since Tikal. Um, I don't know, maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know if I can really support that opinion 100%, because Tikal is an amazing album, but... I don't know. It's up. The, the the fact that I'm conflicted is is a good sign. So that's that's up there. That's that's some shit right there. So moving on. This is not even close to over. Uh, we got like four more. Um, we're on to some pretty these these albums now. These are the four albums that came out while I was doing this. Um, so the next one was a Zarface album. Um, I'm pretty sure. This album came out while I was doing the first journey, 
and then like three more came out during the second but doesn't matter either way my point is we're on to some very contemporary uh some con very contemporary wu-tang stuff um and the first one is uh Zarface meets Ghostface, which it's like somewhat disappointing because you'd think you know Ghostface, he's like my favorite possibly i don't know exactly but he's one of my favorites um, and so I thought, awesome, like Ghostface, Inspector Dex, 7L and Esoteric, amazing. Um, but it's like, it comes down to being like a good Zarface album, but it's not really the best Ghostface album. Um, I don't like how there's kids talking. This comes up a lot, but god damn it. There's kids just saying Zarface a lot on one track, and I don't like it. Kids aren't cute. Stop it. I know Wu-Tang is for the children, but just stop, stop. Please stop. Um... I mean, overall, it's short, sweet, raw, it's a good time, but again, it's not my favorite Ghostface album. Uh, you know, there's some good tracks, there's some bad tracks, there's some people fucking pulling up, being stupid. Oh, nope, they figured it out, they're backing up. I ignored them, I kept my head down on this one. Um, you know, overall, it's it's a great Zarface album, but if I'm naming favorite Ghostface albums, nah, it's not up there, it's not even like top five. So, yeah, that was kind of disappointing, but that's all right. Moving on. Moving on. Now we're on to the ones that definitely have come out during this second journey of the Woo. Uh, this first one is, it's on the list, but again, I guess it's like barely a, it's barely a Wu-Tang album. It's, it's the RZA, and it's the soundtrack for the movie Thriller, which is a horror movie. I honestly haven't heard anything about it other than this soundtrack, but... It honestly hardly feels like a RZA album. Uh, you get some great Ghostface lines. You get some YDB. Hello. Yeah, we just came in. Okay. A second ago. You, you good? Thank you. Yep. Um, you get some good YDB, Young Dirty Bastard. At first, I didn't like. I didn't like YDB because it sounds like he's just in impersonating ODB. And granted, YDB is the son of ODB. Um, and so I gave him a pass, but it still kind of got to me for some reason. I don't know why. But uh, it pretty much, it really works for me now. Now I'm into him. Um, and there's one track that I just wanted to mention. Legendary Love. That was the one that really made me decide that YDB was someone I should listen to. So, um... Oh, man, this whole thing with the cones. I can't get enough. It's amazing. Everyone's so dumb. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, anyway. Yeah, uh... You know, it's not bad, but it's kind of like... It's probably like my least favorite RZA project overall. There's some good tracks, but nothing, I don't know, mind-blowing. And part of me was like unsure if it even really belonged on the list. Because it, it's pretty, you know... Like the, the Wu-Tang features on... There's a lot of... I don't know. It seems like only like half of the songs are Wu-Tang, but... Might be wrong, I mean... I guess technically if RZA's on every track, it's a Wu-Tang album, but is he? I don't know. I have to listen to it again, apparently, but I don't know. It just didn't grab me. Um, 
one thing is in the third journey of the woo, you're never going to hear me say, I need to listen to it again. Because the point with this one is I'm listening to the albums so many times that I never want to listen to them again. That's the point. I spend like a week on each one. So theoretically, this is going to take me like a couple years this, this round, but I'm doing it. And uh, I'll tell you all more about it later because uh, we've got to finish up this one. We're so close. We've got two more albums. Um, moving on. Uh, we've got, what do we have? I don't know. Oh, we've got Inspect the Deck, brand new album, Chamber Number 9. Um, there's a, it, it's not, it's not like bad. It's very solid. I wasn't like blown away, but it's like I'm psyched for the next album. I don't know. It's just, he's just getting started, I feel like. I think INS, it's like a rebirth type situation so um i don't know or is it i'm not really sure i just really like hearing him on his own without czar face for whatever reason that's really doing it for me right now hi sure it's it was coned off but so many people have like moved the cones that at this point i don't know it's probably fine as long as you're not there on like monday it's fine. I doubt they're doing any work this weekend, so. Okay. All right, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we're good in that spot full of cones, right? Like, no, you're not, but it doesn't fucking matter. So, go for it. They were literally like moving cones with their car. So that should be the the sign that you're not supposed to park there, but who fucking cares? So, uh yeah, like Chamber Number 9, it is a great album. Like, because INS just doesn't tend to really make bad music. But, I don't know, I wanted more, but I feel like, like, maybe the next one's going to be that one. I don't know. Hello. Hi. Give me $6. Alright. Anchor keeps stopping its recording, and then... I don't know where I left off, so hopefully we got that. But basically, yes, Chamber Number Nine. Uh, it's a good album, um, but by like Wu Tang standards, I feel like it could be better. And I'm just excited to see where it goes next because I think it is great, but it's like a jumping-off point for like the next album, which is going to be like something else. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Moving on to the final. Moving on. All right. Moving on uh, to the final album. On the Journey of the Wu 2. It's a Ghostface Killer album, which is great. Um, called Ghostface Killers. And overall, uh, it's not Ghost's strongest album, for sure. Ghost, Ghost gets mildly homophobic. Um, uh, one track, I think it's Solomon's Child. Um, and it has a terrible chorus. I don't know, I just really don't like it. Um, there's some really cool songs, though. Um, but overall, it's not better than, like, the last, like, f four or five Ghostface albums. I like that Master Killer comes in on the first track. It really does make it end well. And, you know, again, it's sort of that, that same thing. Like, it's good. It's good, but not for a Wu-Tang album. Uh, I, I wanted more. Um, I liked it more the first time I listened to it, but the more I listened to it, I was thinking, like, eh. Not that great. I do like when Sun God comes on though, because that's Ghostface. That's his son, um, and so I kind of love that they rap together. It's adorable. 
Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's some good tracks. Uh, New World was probably my favorite one. It's like a detective story. Um, I'm a sucker for that stuff, but... I don't know. Overall, it was kind of disappointing. But hey, what are you going to do? That's the kind of stuff that happens on the journey of the Woo. And we have now completed the journey of the Woo 2. So next time, we're going to talk about journey of the Woo 3. But I'm going to spare you for now. Uh, hang on. More. More dummies. Um, yeah, it's getting, getting stupid up in here. Um, why would anyone come out on Black Friday? Oh yeah, I also have to say, uh, that was the Wu-Tang Minute, although it was definitely a little longer than a minute. But anyway, back to Black Friday. What a stupid fucking thing. How dumb are you to go out on Black Friday? Do you not have the internet? Literally, there's nothing that you can get on Black Friday at some fucking big store. Or any store, really, that you're not going to be able to find online. Or at least find the equivalent of. Like, there's nothing that you need that's worth going out for. Why would you come out on a day like this? And it's crazy, like, the busier it gets, the dumber people get. Everyone's, like, all jacked up because it's now holiday season. After Thanksgiving, it's like, everything's fucked till New Year's. Traffic's fucked. People will be weirdly generous. That I enjoy. I get really good tips between now and New Year. And after that, they stop. I love, I love how everyone's nice for like a month, a year. Um, but, you know, I won't complain. Free money. Like, I just don't see how it could possibly be worth dealing with all of this. But, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's good money for me. And, uh, you know, it's the season people buy art a lot. Besides, like, summer. It's like summer and Christmas time. Um, hello. Well played, well played. Alright, um, so... I was saying well played because they didn't have to pay me. Um, whenever I hear people talking, I always assume whatever they're saying is fucking stupid. And I know it's probably not, and I know I've said this before, but I don't care. I, I, I stick to it. I just heard someone talking, and I, like, cringed, because I was like, ugh, shut up. But, like, they're just talking. Um, anyway. Uh, Black Friday is definitely just, like, the dumbest thing there is. The fact that it exists is insane. Um, especially with the internet. Cyber Monday isn't even a thing. It used to be like, oh, there was Black Friday and then Cyber Monday. But now there's Black Friday deals on the internet and you can just buy things on the internet and you don't have to leave your house. Hey, everybody. Jesse from the future here. Just wanted to say, I'm not saying you shouldn't go out and buy stuff at stores. That's fine, especially if they are small stores or perhaps, you know, an artist's studio. Uh, you should definitely buy local, but just don't fucking do it on Black Friday. I know that this is past Black Friday, but maybe think about it next year. Think about the damage you're doing and how absolutely stupid the whole thing is. All right, back to other Jesse. So, why is everyone leaving their house? Why would you even go out the day after Thanksgiving? You just had fucking some crazy dinner last night, probably, unless you're me and whoever else doesn't 
necessarily celebrate on the day because fuck it thanksgiving is whatever day i want it to be we're doing it sunday because that way everyone who wants to go can go i know I love it. It's like I could just open the window and be like, hey, yeah, you got to go get a ticket back there. But instead, I like to get out and stare at them until they figure out what they've done. Hey there. Hi there. All right. Oh, man. I don't know where that stopped recording again. <laughs> uh, this app keeps stopping its recording and I think it's because it's like when I stop talking it stops recording but it used to not do that okay. these six dollars ten there you go thanks a lot so you know if there's if there's any missing parts I'll just fill them in later future Jesse will come fix everything um, so Anyway, what was I doing? Complaining about Black Friday. It's pretty stupid. Everyone's dumb except for me. Uh, so on and so forth. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a silly thing. I think it's hilarious. Like I said, I sort of enjoy the chaos. It's, if I'm not driving in it, I think it's fucking hilarious. I like watching everyone just kind of squirm and, and, and it's like reluctantly be jolly. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's very weird. It doesn't seem genuine. Christmas cheer. Even when someone hands you like a, a tip, a generous one at that, I'm still just like, you're only doing this because you feel like you have to, because it's December. But that's also totally okay with me, because I'll take your money. I don't give a fuck. Oh my god, so many dummies, this is crazy. I got you. I like when people with passes miss the thing because then I tell them where the other one is for when they leave and I hope it makes them feel dumb um, I don't know why I like making people feel dumb it's not that I'm making them feel dumb I'm just it's like I'm putting a magnifying glass to their stupidity and so they see it you know like they didn't see it then I put the glass up and they're like oh shit I am fucking stupid um, which is like an art form. That's what I've been doing the whole time I've been in food service and in this whatever job service it's called. People service. Hello. How are you? Good. good there you go. Thanks so much. Yeah, have a good one. Yep. Thanks. Yeah, I just, I want people to be aware of the fact that they did a dumb thing. So anything I can do to sort of highlight the moment, amplify the moment, uh, I'm going to do that. So... Because the thing is, like, someone pulls up to the gate, right? They miss the ticket machine completely. They're just going to sit there. Some people will just sit there with their windows up, and you'll actually have to, like, tap on the glass and get their attention and tell them that they needed to take a ticket. They, they don't understand what's going on. They think it's just going to open. So if I don't do that, I just, if I just get a ticket for them and not say anything, they're probably just going to drive away without the ticket and have no fucking idea what's happening. And I know that because that's what happens. So... I like to make sure they know that they've been stupid. I'll make them sit there until they finally just realize they fucked up. If no one's behind them, I'll let that go for so long until they like honk or do something. I'll pretend I don't see them. 
Obviously, I do see them. You're in a car. I can see you. But I pretend I don't, and I like to see how long it takes them to either honk and roll their window down or something, or, you know, go back and get a fucking ticket. So, whatever. Anyway, yeah, if, if you don't laugh at this shit, you'll go insane. I think it's fucking amazing. I like seeing how dumb people are. Like this person. Look at how dumb this person is. Hang on. There you go. You got it. Whoa. Okay. All right. So. <sighs> yeah, that's the thing. Some people come in here and they take this all way too seriously and they lose their minds, but just got to let it roll off your back and just laugh at the dummies. Laugh at the dummies. All right, so what the fuck? I don't even know what's going on. It got pretty busy. It's going to be 6 o'clock soon. That's the fabled evening rate time. So we're going to get a lot of that, I assume. There's a small child running around. I don't like when kids run ahead of the group because, like, you're in a parking garage. Fucking stay with the group. Don't run. You're a child. You're so small, and you're terrible at not getting hit by cars. Kids are shitty at not getting hit by cars. Thanks, man. See ya. Um, they, like, lean into it. They don't even try to avoid getting hit. So why would you run ahead of your group? Don't look at me, you little bastard. I hate when kids look at what I'm doing. Gross. Don't look at me. Um, what I really like is when kids are in the back of a car trying to wave to me and I'll blatantly ignore them and pretend I can't hear them screaming at me even though obviously I can. It's the best. Um, I just like kids to know that they don't matter. Um, so anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, I don't know. What else, uh, what else do we got? Um, it's getting harder and harder to do this because people are coming in faster and faster. Uh, but I do have some notes. Uh, first note. UVM store is stupid. I agree with that note. Uh, why do you need a store on Church Street just selling UVM clothes and shit? It's weird. You could just sell them at the college like a normal college. I hate colleges that do that. No one needs to go to the UVM store for anything. Uh, but that that's just a very random complaint I had. Uh, would you fuck your clone? Uh, yes, obviously. If anything, just for the sheer novelty uh, of the fact of, of banging your own clone. Uh, like, why, you know? If the clone was willing. I wouldn't rape my own clone, but I would have consensual sex with my own clone. Um... Because, like, how, how many chances do you have to literally fuck yourself? Like, that's hilarious. So why not? Yep. I saw. Thanks. I love when they tell me they just came in. Like, no shit, I just watched you turn around in a circle, like, two seconds ago. We just came in. For one, yeah, your ticket says you've been here for a minute, so that's how I know. Also, I watched you turn around. Anyway, uh, yeah, like, of course I'd fuck my clone. Um, I don't know why I was asking this. I just wrote it down. Would you fuck your clone? Um, yeah, I would. I wouldn't rape my clone, but I would, I would have consensual sex with it because that's hilarious. If, if only for the novelty, you know? Um, what else? Abstract art is weird to make. Yeah, I talked about that a bit. It's, it's interesting. 
but I don't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, I only care about pasta, especially stuffed pasta. Yes, that's true. I really only care about stuffed pasta. All I ever want to do is make pasta and stuffed pasta and laminated pasta and laminated stuffed pasta. And that's all I care about, pasta. All I want to do is eat pasta. I would love to just get paid to make pasta. If I could make a, a, a decent living just, just making the pasta, like I come in in the morning and I just make the pasta and nobody helps me, and I'm just basically an old Italian granny, uh, that would be the best job. Uh, that's it. Um, I don't know. And speaking of pasta, I'm going to do a thing that I hate when people do, but I'm going to tell you that after the holidays, I'm going to go low carb um, because I have high cholesterol and high blood pressure and I'm probably going to die. Hello. Hello. There you go. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, you know, had a checkup and did blood work. And so, yeah, cholesterol is pretty high. Uh, I'm not in danger of diabetes, so that's cool, but I gotta cut out some carbs. So, uh, you know, there'll still be cheat meals and whatnot, um, but I'm gonna have to reel it in a little bit, and so I'm gonna do some, like, low-carb cooking, which I think sounds fucking stupid, but since I'm doing it, it's not stupid. So, um, that should be fun. I think it'll be fun to kind of, like, explore that whole way of trying to make food. Um, and since I do rely on like potatoes all the time and just other starches and sugars and shit. So, you know, trying to, trying to kick around a little longer, even though the world is just on fire and everything is horrifying. For some reason, I want to stick around and watch it burn. So I'm going to eat healthier. Uh, but there's no fucking way I can handle changing my diet, like for Thanksgiving and for like the Christmas season. That's just not going to happen. So, come January, when everything gets all bleak and sad, I might as well go on a diet. Um, and I really don't like hearing about people's diets, so I'm probably not going to talk about it. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to, like, make it a thing on, online. I'll post food, like I do, but I'm not going to be like, I made a low-carb thing. I'm just going to tell you the thing I made, and it'll happen to be low-carb. But um, this is pretty much the only time I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw that out there, that I am, I am trying to cook a little healthier. Um, obviously pasta has quite a few carbs, but, you know, I'm going to have like one or two cheat meals a month and that's going to be what I do. I'm going to really plan them, make like gnocchi with like a lot of butter and, you know, really just make the most of my cheat meal. So, uh, I don't know. I hate that I, the word cheat meal sounds fucking stupid. Um, it's like cheating. It's not cheating. It's just living normally. Like you just need to enjoy food sometimes you can't just only eat for sustenance and just only eat flavorless protein bars uh you just sometimes need to eat food like a normal person um so sometimes i'm going to eat normally and then sometimes i'm going to eat like an asshole mostly i'll eat like an asshole who has high blood pressure um and that means low carbs <laughs> i don't know why being on a diet makes you an asshole but i just don't like hearing about diets or time i don't like seeing people like post the route they ran and like the time and shit no one cares no one cares that you're on a diet you shouldn't care about anything i'm saying right now i hardly do um but it was one of my notes it, the note says i'm going low carb after the holidays but you shouldn't care and i shouldn't have told you um <laughs> so uh that's how i feel about that but i'm just throwing it out there that you know you'll see the the food kind of change gears but i think i can do a lot with low carb there's so much to work with it doesn't matter 
you know, I can still have eggs and bacon and veggies and, like, small amounts of grains and shit. But, um, yeah, it's really just something I gotta do, so I'm gonna do it. So, uh, anyway, that's all the talking I'm going to do about diets. Um, just, just, uh, you know, I'm old now. I'm old and I'm gonna die, so I gotta try to fight the inevitable. Because that's what you do as an adult. You just fight off death every day. Um, uh... Ugh, god damn it. Okay, this shit keeps stopping its recording. Hey, Anchor, figure your shit out, please. Um, I don't know. I mean, this has been a, been a bit of a whirlwind. A lot of activity, uh, a lot of Wu-Tang, a lot of news. Sorry it's been so long. Um, don't know what to tell you. I'm not actually that sorry, but I, I would like to do this more often. Um, I should start recording elsewhere, but I've been saying I'm going to do that since episode one, and it's episode 14 now, uh, so who knows. But I do now have two different places that I can use to record if I want, and so I should probably take advantage of one of them. So, um, who knows, maybe, maybe that'll happen next episode. Maybe I'll have a guest next episode. Probably not, but who knows. Hello. Let's Let's see. Eight dollars total. Twenty. Twelve. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you. Um. Yeah, Black Friday. Ugh. Yeah, it just did it again. Um. Really cool stuff. Anchor FM. Love it. Love it. You guys are the coolest. No, like, it's a really great thing, and they do lots of great stuff, but... Jesus Christ. I don't know. I don't know what the hell is going on. Uh, might have to just not record on my phone. Imagine that. Um, but, you know, I do own microphones. It's just so much easier to do it this way, and no one really seems to give a fuck, so... Whatever. I guess, uh... You know how it is. Oh, I don't know. We're winding down. Uh, there's a bunch of people leaving the tree lighting ceremony they had here in downtown Burlington. Something I will never understand. Do they, like, turn the tree off later? Is it not going to be up through Christmas? Why did you have to come out to just watch them plug it in? It's fucking pointless. I don't understand why you would want to come downtown for, like, 45 minutes in a huge crowd of people and then leave with, like, 400 other people all at the same time. Pay money to come watch them plug in a tree. I'm sure there's, like, more to it than that, but what it comes down to is you're watching them plug in a tree. It's going to be on later. You can go, like, now and go see it and avoid the crowd. You can just wait an hour. Wait an hour, then go see the thing and you don't have to deal with as much bullshit. But no, people chose to come out on Black Friday, Black Friday to come downtown to watch them plug in a Christmas tree. I'm sorry if you were there, but I hate everyone who was there. Seriously. What a ridiculous tradition. Oh, what else? I don't know. I, yeah, just, I don't even hate the holidays. I love the holidays, but I hate that people do stuff during them. 
I don't know, like, Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. It's like Family and Friends Day is what it should be called. Uh, you just hang out with them and eat food. That's amazing. Granted, it's like steeped in racism, but we don't have to, we don't have to celebrate that part. Uh, just look at it as a day to spend with friends and family. Also, Friendsgiving is the most annoying fucking thing. You can just call it Thanksgiving. It's fine. A lot of times people have friends over for Thanksgiving. It's not like a new thing to have dinner with your friends. And I know sometimes people split it up so they have Friendsgiving and then Thanksgiving with their family, but I don't know. I just I just want to kill the next person I hear say Friendsgiving. Uh, it's just, it's Thanksgiving. Or it's just dinner. You just had dinner. That's fine, too. You can just have dinner. Uh, I don't know. Why does it bother me? I'm not sure. Most things do, though. So it's just, it's on par with my brand. Uh, but, yeah, and then Christmas is cool. Everyone's real nice for, like, a month. Um, and then they go back to being shitty after the new year. But for that month, it's cool, and I love Christmas music. Can't lie. Can't wait to play tons of Christmas music. I'm actually surprised I didn't put on any today. Usually, uh, this is when it starts, so maybe I will. The night is young. Uh, but, yeah, I feel like I should have more to talk about, because it's been, like, almost two months or something since the last episode, but I don't know. I mean, that's what Instagram's for, if you want to fucking see what I'm doing day-to-day, -day or what I post Anyway, you can't really see what I do day to day if I don't post every day. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I can't just, I can't recap everything because there's just so much. But I think I got most of it. Mostly I'm just excited about all that abstract art um, and that new food porn Instagram page. Culinary Smut Peddler, don't forget. Uh, if you If you listen to this podcast and you're not following... Culinary Smut Peddler, I will know, and I will take it personally. Um, so make sure you do that. Uh, we got a customer. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Sue. So, What's $10 total? Uh, 10 great. Thanks very much. Have a good one. Thanks. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's probably more. Maybe uh, Jesse from the future will come in and talk about some things. Hard to say. That guy comes and goes. Depends on how well the episode goes. Um, this one was a little all over the place. Might need to fill in some gaps. Hey, everybody. Jesse from the future here. Just chiming in to say that I'm content with this episode. Uh, I don't feel the need to add anything else. Uh, but I thank past Jesse for giving me the opportunity uh but this this episode has been future jesse approved all right uh back to other jesse uh but anyway um that's it i really i know i say this like i've been saying this since episode one but i'm getting very close to guests and i'm getting very close to not recording in this box but uh again it always just comes down to making time to do so and any any day off I have, I really want to spend that in my studio. So I just have to break off from that and put a little time into this. But, you know, for now, this is working. You're still listening, right? Does it even matter? Does anything matter? Nothing matters. Um, and that's where I'm going to leave you. Nothing matters at all. Uh, try to... Try to keep... 
making the world it doesn't have to be a better place but it would be really great if you could not make it worse so just continue trying to not be terrible or as usual if you would like to be terrible fine please just announce yourself so we all know what you're up to uh, so that's it. I'm gonna go back and edit this down and see if I have enough for an episode. And if not, maybe there'll be some other stuff after that, but, uh, if I have enough, then you're gonna hear this song, so that you know it's the end. Probably. That's probably the end of the show. Alright. Have a good one.